virtual bracket. We are in the mythical round of 32 in the East region, getting you down to the Sweet 16 here on the Joe and Ebo Mythical March Madness bracket. We'll uh, roll out the best baseball characters of all time here coming up in a moment as well. But uh, let us, Ebo, get you caught up first. They'll spend hours on it. Here's what's making news. Somebody get some water, please. We'll spend one minute. The top stories from across the nation. Gone in 60 seconds. Well, the Patriots have released their all-time leading score, four-time Pro Bowler, some changes. That would be kicker, Steven Guskowski. He is getting the... <laughs> yeah, I, the Patriots, man, they're just gone bad to worse. They're over the salary cap. Brady, now Guskowski. <laughs> Who knows what, uh, what they are going to look like. We had it earlier at the top of the show. If you missed it, former Badger and Dallas Cowboy All-Pro Center Travis Frederick announces his retirement from the NFL. Yeah, stepping away at the age of 29. Well done, my friend. Well done. How about this? Dick Pound. One of the members of the IOC says the Tokyo 2020 Olympics will be postponed. A date really hasn't been set, but it's going to be delayed, says Dick Pound. Well, uh, you could be seeing some new NFL news because doctors are going to halt all physicals until the end of the coronavirus pandemic. Glad you caught us up. Gone in 60 seconds. Unless your name's Tom Brady. Right. Well, I was just going to say, I wonder if this includes this the, the, the super rich, because remember last week, the holdup was Brady couldn't obviously get to Tampa Bay for his physical. And we said, you're, look, you're Tom Brady. I'm sure you can find a doctor or fly a doctor to you or you fly to a doctor, which is what happened. Uh, apparently, the NFL is shutting all that down. So uh, anybody who has been signed, hopefully they have had their physicals. And if there are guys that are still out there, um, and there are still some decent t- some some decent uh, free agents still out there. Uh, either you're going to sign them on a leap of faith, or you're going to just have to wait until this is over. And you know that could be weeks, could be months. We don't know at this point. Yeah, the physical man. When's the last time I had a physical? Uh, I feel like if you're uber rich, because they get the COVID nineteen tests, they get right. the coronavirus tests, they get you know everything given to them. You know what the worst thing is about this? Uh, the self-quarantine and whatnot. You know, I get it with doctors being... Because shout out to all the healthcare workers out there. I know no they're, like, they're overworked just like crazy. Shout out to all of them for keeping on. But the worst thing about this self-quarantine and social distancing thing, I saw like um, Sam Smith doing it and a couple other celebrities doing it. They're in like multi-million dollar mansions. There's probably rooms they had never even been in in their house. Yet they're crying over social media about how hard it is for them to be self-quarantined. In multi-million dollar right. mansions. In castles where everything's served for you and yeah. you have to even lift and, a finger. And like I said, you probably never even explored all the rooms in your house. I don't feel sorry for them one bit. I saw Sam Smith like bawling his eyes out about how terrible it is he has to self-quarantine. Yeah, it's, sorry uh, that you're in a giant mansion, bro. Yeah. With all the amenities in the world. That's uh, the thing that bugs me the most about the thing. Well, the, yeah, that's that's a, that's a bad one. I would say to, to me, the, the fight of millionaires and billionaires Fighting over, does the common man get a grand or twelve hundred bucks? I know. Figure right. it out. I mean, these senators who are selling their stock because they knew that this Scum. was coming. Most of them are millionaires, if not billionaires, and they're arguing over a couple hundred bucks for us, the common man. Scumbags. Like a thousand dollars to you versus twelve hundred dollars to you is literally nothing to some of us out there. 
it you know it's paying for your groceries for a week. Yeah, and then they so. all try to sneak these little things into the bill that won't pass. Like, uh, don't even get me started on all the things they try to sneak in there. To uh, it, they're just scumbags, yeah, dude. No. Figure it out, you absolutely swamp goblin losers. No doubt about that. All right, uh, the homework assignment. If you missed it yesterday. Uh, was to come up with a list, because we have a vote of four, parameters of four. We could go a tournament, but we already got a tournament, so I just wanted four. Your favorite fictional baseball character slash player of all time. I'll put it out on the Twitters. And then we're going to have a vote. We're gonna there, there can be only one. I wanted a list of four from each one of you. Uh, did you do your homework assignment, Nelson? Can you give me a list of four? All-time favorite baseball fictional characters. See, I just tried to make the best team possible. So I, it's not necessarily maybe the best character. But uh, the four that I compiled, yeah, I have that you like. Benny the Jet Rodriguez. That's, that's an all, all-timer. Benny the Jet, well done. Billy Chapel. Yeah, uh, what's for love of the game? For the love of the game. Yeah, I mean, yeah I, okay, okay. Jim Morris from The Rookie. <laughs> okay and one that's more obscure rex pennebaker from mr 3000 oh dude i was gonna go all right can i give you mine then Miller? okay uh go ahead evo it's not in order but nelson i was i'm going stan ross from mr 3000 thank you rest in peace bernie mac god bless his soul Mr. 3000, one of the most underrated movies out there. When do you get a Brewers movie? Right. Uncredited extra in that movie, by the way, yours truly. Yes, sir. Stan Ross is definitely on there. Thank I got to go. I got to go. Jake Taylor. <laughs> I mean, a, an aging guy who was like, like withering away and then comes back to lead the Indians to win the pennant. I mean, come on. Jake Taylor. Dude, the dude calls the shot in bunts. It's true. Jake Taylor is definitely... Definitely on there. And then I got to go, even though I hate and despise this team, I do love the movie. Henry Rowan Gardner. Because, I mean, it's a kid, goes in the major leagues, and he's got a rocket arm. How can you not? How can you not love that? And I really wanted the double dip in the major league, but I'm going to save that for other guys, I think, Miller. And I got to go one more. And who's Nelson? Who's yours again? I don't want to repeat. Rex Pennebaker, Jim Morris, Billy Chappell, and Benny the Jet Rodriguez. On that same vein, um, oh, his name escapes me. Who is the who is the kid that kissed the lifeguard? Squi- uh, squints? Squints. squints. You want to go squints? Yeah. I mean, okay. when he, when you're pulling tail like that. Yeah, Wendy Peffercorn. Yeah, he's got to be on my team. Okay. Well, I mean, he might not great- be the greatest on the field, but he can he can play the game. If the other game, you know what I'm yeah. saying. Uh, I will also uh, double up with you. I mean, again, I, I got to rep that it's 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 our team. And these are just our... movies, right? Right. Because yeah. I would have gone Kenny Powers, but yeah. these are just movies. Movie on screen, big screen. All-time baseball character. Again, it's set in Wisconsin. The movie was filmed at Miller Park. I'm an uncredited extra sitting behind the Brewers dugout. I got to go with my man Stan Ross. Have to. For that one. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know if Big Joel's listening. I think he, he is. He's tweeting in. Does he like the movie Major League? Uh, we'll have to ask him when he calls in. Because I, I think he does. I, I will go uh, Ricky Wild Thing Vaughn. Have I mean, to. how many guys come from the California penal um and and make it in the big time and with that hair yeah hell yeah um i will go uh uh archibald moonlight graham from uh from field of dreams you know because he gave up that career you know he gave up playing to save the little girl you know yeah so you, so you gotta go archibald moonlight graham oh yeah and then the, the goat the first overall draft pick if i had a fantasy draft 
the number one because he can do it both ways, pitcher and hitter. I got to go with the natural Roy Hobbs. Oh, have to. Put him in. See, my squints one's a little loose, but I just no, like it. No, that's fine. Because Wendy, dude, come on. Who didn't want to snag a little, steal a little kiss from Wendy? Mwah. All right, so that's my four. I got Ebo's four, Nelson's four. Uh, give us put a put a list of four out, Ebo. Give us put an open ended question. Give us your four best baseball movie characters, and when we get uh, a consensus of four, we'll put it to a vote and we'll crown today the ultimate big screen baseball movie character because opening day was supposed to be today and tomorrow, yep. and Brewers was supposed to be Thursday. Uh, they were supposed to be playing baseball games today. So I thought in honor of missing out on opening day, sadly, we'll give you our best baseball that we can, fictional movie character. Also, I want to give a first runner-up in the in the vein of Roy Hobbs a big um, honorable mention to Steve Nebraska because, <laughs> you know, he, he was playing in the Mexican League, and next thing you know, he's playing for the Yankees, he's DHing, and he's, you know, he's, hitting, he's throwing a perfect game. Oh, dude! In his first game at Yankee Stadium, so how could you not, you know, how could you not say Steve Nebraska, and, and just a power well, name and, too? And what the hell happened to Brandon Frazier? <laughs> what did happen? To, where is Brandon Frazier? Exactly. Where did he go? Some say he's been blackballed from Hollywood for some 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 questionable takes. But uh, I mean, think about it. if you grew man, up I've in the, man. Yeah, if you grew up in the '90s, Brandon Frazier was in the early 2000s. Every third movie that was released, Brandon Frazier was, was starring one? in it. Was it? Be, what was the one with Elizabeth Hurley? She was the devil. Do you remember that one? Oh, yes. yes. But de- but, uh, she's a devil, bedeviled, bedeviled. I think was it was bedeviled. I'm looking it up. Bedazzled. <laughs> she be, she dazzles, she devils. She, I don't know. But you, here's, uh, it's 20, just 2020. I'm just going to look it up. It was. Are you ready? It was bedazzled. Hell yeah. It was bedazzled? Yeah. Wow. Not a, not a bad movie. Interesting. Elizabeth Hurley, smoke show. Yes. Yeah, Brendan Fraser, a lost commodity of Hollywood. Well, think about that. Yeah, I mean, every other, uh, you know, every other uh, movie coming out twenty years ago didn't it have? Uh, didn't have uh, Brendan Fraser? Yeah. yeah. Well, you got Encino Man is up there. Air, he's in Airheads. What else was he in? Was he in Son in Law? No, that's Pauly Shore. All right, so Miller, how many major league ones do we have? Uh, two. Two. Jake Taylor and and Ricky Vaughn. Okay, cool. All right, give us your four best baseball characters. When we have a working list of four consensus, we'll put it to a vote. Best, in honor of what could have been opening day today, your best baseball movie characters. By the way, Mel Kuyper Jr., let me tell you something, Dad. I got my new mock draft 3.0. I like the Green Bay Packers. Going to take Chase Claypool, wide receiver, Notre Dame. So there you go. Mel Kuyper just <laughs> dropped his uh, mock draft 3.0 five minutes ago. It says, Packers got Jimmy Graham. Haven't had any receiving depth this offseason. I'm sticking with a wide receiver for this pick. Though it's in the third different wideout of my three mock drafts. Claypool, an electrified combine guy, Todd. 4.4240, putting up a 40 and a half inch vertical. Could be a map night, nightmare matchup for Packers opponents with Aaron Rodgers. I'm going Chase Claypool for the Green Bay Packers. You think Mel Kuyper will be doing the draft in the quarantine suit? <laughs> yeah. Todd McShay? <laughs> the hazmat suit. Do you think on. they're going to be six feet away from each other? <laughs> no touching. Can they get into, I mean, they still get in their verbal arguments. They can't spit on each other anymore. Yeah, they'll be in different rooms. I love when those guys get testy with each other. Same. Oh, it's great. Um, if I was Todd McShay, I would just, I would just, 
rub Mel Kiper's hair. I don't know what's going to be weirder, watching like these empty, like WrestleMania is going to go on this weekend in an empty ring. Dude, why don't they pipe in noise? And the NFL draft is going to go on in an empty room. What will be weirder to watch? An empty WrestleMania it's, or an empty NFL draft? It's got to be wrestling because I was, I'm not, I think, by the way, Miller, do you have the WWE Network? I do. I think it's free for like everyone right now. I think Hell anyone yeah. can get on and get, I'll, I'll fact check that in a second. But I did watch a couple of clips on Twitter of, was it Raw last night? Uh, yes. And it was so weird. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. Like, they were doing all the, like, Paul Heyman was out there with Brock Lesnar, and they were doing their shtick, and then there was no noise. It was it was them doing their shtick with no, nothing. There's nothing there. Yeah, it's, but that's what I'm saying. Why don't they pipe in, like, crowd noises? But, I don't understand why they okay, don't do that. I understand that, and you're right. But you're telling me... When, when Roger Goodell usually comes up and just gets a cavalcade of booze. Pipe it in. And you see the players in the green room. You're telling me when the NFL draft starts and it's just Roger Goodell by himself sitting at a chair with a green screen behind him. That's not going to be the weirdest thing you've ever seen for the NFL draft? I will get up from my couch and boo the TV uh, when Roger Goodell is on just, just, just for old sake. I think a lot of people will. Uh, let's see. Our Badger and Setter RJ. Favorite baseball movie characters. Crash Davis. There's another one. Jake Taylor. Henry Rowan Gartner making a push here. Yeah, I said that one. To be too. in the top Better four. Boy, RJ. And Hamilton Porter. Another yeah, good one. The ham. The ham. The great Hambino. Hambino. What is your um, guys' favorite baseball movie, though? Like your favorite baseball man. movie? I mean, if I got Roy Hobbs as my number one pick, I got to go the natural. Nelly? I mean, um, Bull Dude, Durham when, is incredible, and I will say, for, for for Big Joe's purposes, Major League is incredible, and obviously there's a huge Wisconsin connection to the movie, but I would still go with The Naturals, my favorite baseball no, movie. No, no, I mean, I grew up on Sandlot, so I got to go with Sandlot. Yep. Boys, yes. I got to go Major League. <laughs> Major League, I could watch that movie any day, and I, I, I'll, oof, I just love that movie. Major League. I mean, there's nothing. It's, it, it's, it's on the Mount Rushmore. It is so sick. Uh, go ahead, caller. Hey, Scotty. Hey, I, I got, I got something for you. Did you read my... for your second phone call already? Yeah. Well, did you read my Facebook message? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Read it, Ebo. I, well, read I... it on air. All right, here. It's loading. Kill a little time, Scott. You're good at that. Okay. <laughs> that would hurt a lot. Well, it's true. Man, don't listen to that, Scotty. I think your calls are fire. Okay. If you don't have it, I have it. You're like Prodigy, it. Scott. Oh, here okay. we go. I, got, I got it right here. Scott messaged the Zone Madison says, Hey, Ebo, I like the Japanese guy on Major League Two. Takashi Ishbashi. <laughs> That's what you said. Yeah, you know why I think they'd be funny is if you put You got the no it, balls, it, Scott. You play yes, with no yes, balls. The big yes. ball. Who doesn't love the big ball dance? Yes. And, and it would be fun to put him on the pole and have people try to pronounce it when they call. That's a great idea, Scott. No, I just I just wanted to tell you that as I watched two last night, and I thought that Japanese guy, although it was a, kind of a cameo, he's pretty funny. Yeah, guys, have a good day. That's too, all Scott. I got. Work on your spelling of Japanese too. Man. That's the only thing I ask. That was uh, whew, that was straight fire there, Scott. I mean, he's not wrong. Who doesn't love the big ball dance? Sam Cassell perfected it too in the NBA. You got the big ball dance. Uh, some would say in. Um, you know, uh, the big Lebowski, they perfected it yep. with washing the balls. Washing the balls. Jesus. Um, what, what it, what, what, did Takashi come up with it? Who came up with it first, right? Well, Scott's great-great-grandfather invented choking people. 
Well, what? Look at the timeline. What came out first, Big Lebowski or Major League Two? Whichever one of those movies came out first gets the credit for the ball washing. A little different ball. I mean, I guess it's kind of the same. Big Lebowski was what nineteen ninety eight. Oh, Major League Two's got to have it then, right? They and had to come out before 98. Major League Two was in uh, 94, Oof. four years prior. Takashi's got it, Scotty. You were on to something. Takashi's got it, Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so we did put the poll up, make it real simple. Uh, rumor floating around that Green Bay could be a potential landing spot for Jameis Winston to be Aaron Rodgers' backup. Love it, hate it. Real simple. yes? We also have on Twitch here, the King says, Joe, WrestleMania is next weekend, not this weekend. Oh, right. Sorry, next weekend. We're just getting excited. We want sports in our lives. Well, okay, I'll wait for next week. I'm going to do that Twitter poll. Then I just think, what's more bizarre, having a pro wrestling match in an empty ring or having the draft in an empty empty arena? Like, it's going to be just the commissioner sitting, like, he'll come up to the podium and there'll be a green screen behind him and he'll just announce the player's name. Like, we're so used to the booing and the rah-rah, and we quick cut to the camera, and there's the player in the back with his bottle of water, and he's usually sweating profusely, hugging grandma, hugging ma, hugging the girlfriend, hugging the college football coach. It's just going to be Roger Goodell sitting by himself. (laughs) But then you're going to have Brock Lesnar fighting Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship, and there's going to be like... And that's all. It's going to be no crowd, no one, nothing. It's going to be like, I think just I, these are going to be the two weirdest events I'm ever going to see: the draft in an empty room and WrestleMania in an empty ring. I think Roger Goodell is the only one that's a fan of having the draft in front of no one because he won't get bored. Well, he'll, he probably loves it. I don't want to spoil this for anyone, but in WWE, they script a lot of things. I'm not what I don't want to. Are you sure? So the fact that they already know, I, I'm sorry if I'm spoiling this for anyone. The fact that they already know what's going to happen. Why can't they just put in crowd noises? Like, this is when I, the audience cheers. This is when the audience boos. It's not a bad idea. This is when the audience jeers. Well, I mean, do you think like in sitcoms, that when that, do you think those laugh tracks are, are, are organic or are they piped in? Those are totally piped in. piped in. Recorded in front of a live audience, my ass. Right. Does WWE have an all-access like channel? Yeah, it's WWE Network. Because I saw like a I'm pretty sure the network's free. I gotta look that yeah, up. the art like an article or like a little segment about how they got caught the wrestlers taking like the commercial break off or something like that. Did you hear about that? No. Yeah, it was something like so. What? Yeah, so like That's you know not, they cut a, to commercial. Is a going right. somewhere? Well, when they're they like, cut to commercial, there's no crowd. Gonna dart during the commercial what, break. What are you saying, no? Yeah, when they cut to the commercial, there's no <laughs> crowd. So like. When they came back on like the channel, they were just kind of sitting there hanging That's out. Awesome. They're like, "All right, now back to oh, back really? to wrestling." They're just chilling, like, "Oh man, are you ready for that suplex?" Because coming? obviously yeah. they they wrestle the whole time when there's a crowd there. They can't right. just stop. I mean, it's a great point. Okay. You got to look up that article. So, here's another article. I'll look that up, Nelly. Fifteen hours ago, this WWE announced that yesterday afternoon that they're starting offering free access to the WWE Network, including every past WrestleMania. Done. I mean, so there's there you your go. next binge. Just binge old WrestleManias for the next couple of days. That's pretty cool. Good for. Uh, I have to dive for... back in and go relive my childhood here. Good for uh, Vince McMahon. Jameis Winston's. I did look up his middle name because I love Brett Favre's middle name, Lorenzo. Jameis's middle name is um, L A N A E D. Jameis Lanade Winston. I want to say doesn't ra- but it exactly doesn't roll L. off the tongue like uh, I could be saying it wrong. Lorenzo. But... Lo- Brett Lorenzo Favre. 
That's just a good old. That's just a just what a name. And Favre obviously spelled. However, it's okay. What kind of spelling is well, that? Well, Nelson, you said you threw up in your mouth right in the comparison. Yeah, James Winston to Brett Favre. Okay, Brett Favre is the all-time leader in interceptions. interceptions. He yeah. has 336 career interceptions. Winston is the active leader at 88. So if we could just, if Winston can average, I mean, he's only 26. That's, you know, 240-ish interceptions. You know, if he can go 20 INTs a year for the next 10 years, he could, in theory, Nelson, catch Brett Favre. Would then you look at him differently if uh, if Winston can rack up 240 more career interceptions? How many Super Bowl appearances does Brett Favre have? <laughs> two. Uh, two. How many times did he win it? Uh, once. once. How many MVPs? Three. three. In a row. One, two, three. Does Jameis Winston have one of any of those? <laughs> but he was wasting away in Tampa Bay. <laughs> he doesn't have any of those, no, to answer your question. Quote, unquote, he's wasting away in Tampa Bay when they add Brady and then they talk about all the weapons he's got now. Wasting away in Tampa Bay. Nelson, Brett Favre is the career leader in interceptions. That's impressive. The career leader in interceptions. And you just figured out, Miller, Winston's got to do like 20 a year for yeah, X 10, amount of years. Just 10, I mean, he's 26. Think about this, you guys. Brett Favre. Do, all right, can I just say this real quick? Go ahead. We have a quarterback right now that – Hates interceptions. Hates him. He, he'd rather he'd go rather, down and lose the game than throw an INT. Aaron, how many how many Super Bowls have Aaron Rodgers? I like Rogers, the guy. How many Super Bowls that. have Aaron Rodgers been to, Nelson? One. One. How many MVPs does he have? Uh, one or two. And this is a guy that hates interceptions and won't throw interceptions. All right, let's go back to the career leader in interceptions. <laughs> how many Super Bowls does he been in, been to? So now you're saying you want guys I'm to just, throw interceptions. I'm just saying the Packers had a guy that didn't care about interceptions, and they've been to more Super Bowls and more MVPs. Now they got a guy that cares too much about interceptions and only been to one. Okay, well, let me ask you guys. I now both. understand why he loves Jay Cutler. <laughs> oh, but, Jay Cutler would be sick as a backup, that, too. I would love Jay Cutler as a backup. Nelson, I can only get so excited. Okay, let me ask you guys this. It, and whether you don't like him, hate him, think he's past his prime, whatever, just don't don't factor that in. Give me the honest answer. How many years do you think Aaron Rodgers plays for the Packers starting in 2020? How many more years? Four. Yeah, I'd say four. I'd say three. Three okay. or four. Well, that would put Jameis Winston as either 29 or 30 at the time of either if Aaron Rodgers is retiring or does a Brady and goes somewhere else. Do you think if we had him at 29 – if he's a backup for three years, he's probably only going to get a few interceptions. Do you think we could get 200 interceptions out of Jameis Winston from age 30 to however long he finishes his career with the Packers? Do you think he could track down 236 if he takes over for Rodgers no, as the starter I don't think so. in 2024? Someone will sit his ass. They'll be like, dude, you got to sit down. <laughs> you got to ride this pine, dude. I'm, we can't do <laughs> well, this Well, they anymore. never bench Favre. Yeah, that's Brett Favre. If, if Jameis Winston were to have... Mike McCarthy or Mike Holmgren, they probably would have a dynasty on their hands, even with the interceptions. But since you got LaFleur and a guy that doesn't really like the – I just don't see it. If LaFleur would bench Aaron Rodgers. LaFleur would bench Jameis Winston if he threw too many interceptions as a starter. Well, I still vote – Don't you think? In today's day and age? Probably, but that's like a four-year what-if scenario. I'm just saying – There's no way Winston would be under contract that long if he signed with the Packers. As a backup? Yeah, I don't see him signing longer yeah. than a couple years. Yeah, it probably, I mean, he probably would never start for Green Bay as in to be Rodgers' replacement. The only way he starts. But I could see he does a two-year deal, does all the right things, says all the right things, 
gets into a game that Rodgers needs a break in, looks great, and then two years from now, a team that's desperate for a quarterback says, okay, Green Bay, we'll give you a third-round pick for Jameis Winston. Yeah, I, just no, don't, I could see that scenario. I just don't see it being a realistic option as him signing in Green Bay just because the money is not going to be right, and there's there's 10 teams that legitly should pay Jameis Winston. God. He should be a starting quarterback. Yeah, for Green Bay. <laughs> Brett Favre threw 29 <laughs> interceptions in 2005. I mean, nobody – why are we picking on Jameis Winston then so bad? The Packers also went 4-12 and that what, year. What, did anybody <laughs> say Favre was done in 05? Hell no. Well, why does Jameis I Winston for, not have a job then? Brett Favre threw 29 interceptions in 2005, and I forgave and him 29 won, times. Tampa Bay went 7-9 and nine last year. I the forgave. Packers went 4-12. and 12. Every interception Brett Favre threw, I forgave him. Besides the one against the <laughs> the Giants. But I forgave him after he threw the interception for the, the Vikings. Uh, all right, what say you, Packer fans? 608-321-1670. Uh, we also have been doing our Joe and Ebo at the movies. Uh, it should have been opening day in the next couple of days Screw for you, baseball. COVID. Uh, so we lost actual baseball. So we thought we'd come up with the next best thing, and that would be pick your all-time baseball character from a movie. We took nominations all day long, and we have taken the top four vote-getters to a final vote. Those are Roy Hobbs. The Natural, Beast, Ricky Wild Thing Vaughn from Major League, Crash Davis from Bull Durham, and Benny the Jet Rodriguez from the Sandlot. That is a power list of the top four. Woo! That's a good one. There's my Jake Taylor not being on there kind of irks me a little bit, but since we do got, we the, could only do one Major League character, and I think more people gravitate towards Ricky the Wild Thing Vaughn. He's got a song. He's got the haircut. He's got the glasses. Hell, he even has sleeves this time. So Nelson and I each got one of our nominees in there. I so I, I didn't actually, get one. Of, you're right. So well, I two part question. So I'm a, I'm uh, two question for both. Y'all start with you, Nelson, because I have to rep my guy. I voted for Roy Hobbs because he's the only one of my four who made it. Does that mean does Benny the Jet Rodriguez Nelly get your vote? I mean, he's got it. It's that that's my all time favorite baseball movie. I mean, I grew up watching The Sandlot like every single summer. I ha- I have to cast my vote for Benny the Jet Rodriguez. I'm thinking about sitting up. I, oh, I never got, got one of my. I didn't even get a nominee. I had four nominees. Didn't even Come get one on. in. No, I voted for Ricky the Wild Thing Vaughn. Uh, you went Wild Thing. Oh, I had to. <laughs> uh, Sean Worth says, "I'm surprised you guys didn't have Kelly Leak oh, make the ben, final that, list." Bad news bears. Bad news bear. The smoking. <laughs> Kelly the Leak. Smoke. See, I'm older than you guys, so like the the movie Nelson grew up with was Sandlot. The movie I grew up with, Bad News Bears, and I can Great tell movie. you to his point. Kelly Leak was the guy every kid wanted to be because he was like the guy who had hit puberty on the team smoking. and was smoking a dart and riding a motorcycle, and he had the girlfriend. So I could tell you it was like a 10-year-old Joe Miller. I'm like, God, someday I want to be Kelly Leak. I want to be the the rebel on the team who smokes cigarettes and rides a motorbike to practice and has the shorty on the back of his crotch rocket while he's got the long hair and the blue jean suit that he's rolling into practice, and then he smacks a home run. That kid was pretty badass. <laughs> See, Kelly Leak was just ahead of his time. Yeah, Kelly Leak wouldn't work in our PC society no. that we live in now. Oh, my God, this kid's smoking? <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, think about that. It's a movie of a Little League baseball team, and this kid's, like, crushing beers and smoking, <laughs> smoking darts and, riding motorcycles. and, like, hooking up with the shorties in the outfield <laughs> behind the clubhouse. Doesn't, doesn't he tell like one of the hot teachers in that movie? Yo, I got a Harley Davidson or something right. like that. You know, he's like twelve. <laughs> he looks. He's like the one kid who hit puberty, and he's like twelve <laughs> and looks like he's twenty six. You know, 
He's the guy who's shaven in seventh grade. And, that is an iconic character. See, a Kelly Leak wouldn't work in no. modern day film. Too soft so, today. Too yeah, soft. Yeah, good, good call there. Uh, that that Kelly Leak. Um, yeah, good call, Jeff. Don't think he'd make the final four, Jeff. But shout out to Kelly Leak for being way ahead of his time Man, on the big screen. If you go back to a lot of these movies, I don't think there's any way they'd work now. People would be scared to make them. Uh, back to the Jameis Winston uh, poll real quick here. Uh, D. Rich says, I love it for a very reasonable contract. Doubt he'd be willing to sign one uh, for a 2 to $3 million deal. Packers develop him for a year, and then he can walk. Maybe get a third or fourth round comp, uh, comp pick the following year. It's not a bad idea. And then um, OB, what up, OB? He says, how's Green Bay's fresh seafood markets? Could he survive without the crab legs? <laughs> well, that's a fair point, OB. I don't know. Uh, you can't get crab legs here. I've, I, I mean, I've, I've, made, I've dabbled. Yeah, I, I will tell you this. I want to say it was either high V or pick and save. I did high crab v. legs this year. I think it was high V. They were incredible. Yeah. Alaskan get king crab king legs. Crab. Got to get the king crab. Broiled them in the oven. I mean, they, they were incredible. You can so, get them. Jameis, if, if that's a holdout, I'm sure we can find you, you know, some nice I will personally uh, drive. seafood. I will personally pick up Jameis Winston from the airport, drive him to the nearest seafood market, buy him crab legs, king crab legs, to seal the deal for him to be the backup quarterback in Green Bay. I will do that for him. Well, okay, it's funny because, uh, by the way, 608-321-1670, Packer fans, I think it's uh, funny because Bruce Arians, now he hasn't named the players, but Bruce Arians said yesterday they had a plan B and (laughs) And a plan plan C. C. If Brady didn't end up signing the deal, I wonder was Jameis Winston what what letter of the plan was Jameis Winston staying in Tampa? Did do you think Jameis Winston made Plan B or C, or was he down to like Plan Z? Like where was Jameis Winston on Bruce Arians' plan of quarterbacks? According to the article that I was reading, it sounds like he was Plan C. So he, oh, he, he was, was on the C. list. So a third option. It sounded like Tom oh, Brady's obviously Plan A. Teddy Bridgewater was Plan B. Jameis. C. Plan C. Oh, there you go. Peter, you're, you're right, Nelson. Peter King told NBC Sports yesterday that they would have gone all in on Teddy Bridgewater and the plan C was to write. So that's not bad. He was, I mean, plan C. Yeah. I mean, I always strive for A's in school, but, you know, if you're C, you're average. You know, you're not failing. Hey, I heard D's to get degrees sometimes. Right. So. I mean, it's a little Tom Callahan, quali- you know, he graduated Marquette with a D-plus average. What about this, Nelly? What if they were to package up a nice little deal in the draft, Aaron Rodgers, for, I don't know, some some draft capital, and then you sign Jameis Winston as your starting quarterback? That would be sick. I don't know if I... I don't know if I'd want to package up Aaron Rodgers for actual draft capital. I might want to get rid of some of our 2019 draft capital. Oh, Rashawn. Yeah, he should be available. Maybe a nice little trade with Aaron Rodgers, and then you get Jameis Winston as dude. Elgin Jenkins is going to be a starter, Nelson, for ten years in this league. Why would you want to get rid of Elgin Jenkins after one year? We're not talking about a second round pick. We talking about the first round pick? Yeah, number twelve overall. Darnell Savage was like a fringe Pro Bowler. The guy that. Gets worshipped for doing push-ups for thirty seconds. Did you see Twitter. that? Well, you didn't, else because you got blocked. But Eva, did you see him ripping out those push-ups? Oh, yeah, man, I did. And then that's I ripped- a two hundred and seventy pound just phonetic genetic phenom freak. Well, I ripped off more oh. than he did, and I would hope that he would be doing push-ups because I mean his job is to work out. So <laughs> there is that. I would agree with that. Um, no, I, look, you're not going to sign yeah, James. I w- saw that. You know, he tried to block me. I still saw the video. <laughs> All I could sp- think about when I saw it was, I stay signed in by accident? wow, that's really unimpressive for a 
professional athlete to post and talk about how he's working out. Now, Nelson, <laughs> Rashawn Gary blocked you on Twitter, but you never you never added him, right? You no, I never followed him, never tweeted at him. So he had to literally search. He his, had to search his name. He had to search his own name on Twitter and find people talking about him, then go to their profile and block them. Correct. One by one. Correct. Yeah, we don't appreciate negativity. That's all you need Especially to know Especially now, Nelson, in the world we live in now, we can't be negative, right? We all have to come together. I think you're talking to the wrong guy about that right now. Well, I mean, Rashawn and I are very tight. You know, I'm in the Rashawn Gary fan club, so I'll, I'll talk to my board members after the show. Who's all in that see group? See if we can work. It's, you, you, I your, can't say that on air. Is that like air. a summer school class? Is that you, yourself, and I? <laughs> can't say that on air. <laughs> if, you, if you really seriously want to learn more about the club, we can talk off air. I don't know that you are serious, but if you are, I'm, we... I'll let you know right now. I'm not. I'm not serious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious about the Mike McCarthy fan club. I'll tell you that. Well, how is that doing, by the way? It's booming. I've been yeah. adding people left and right. I it's bet, crazy. I, I bet you. Guys it feels weird, busy. though. It feels weird. I don't. I don't know if I can continue on with it. Uh, all right, six zero eight three two one sixteen seventy. Okay, so if not Jameis Winston, I want you guys to each because this is this is where we go to commercial. I want you to each, and I know, Ebo, you're more on my side of pro Jameis Winston. Dude, Nelson's clearly I'll against it. I'll buy him it. crab legs. Okay, but here's my here's my question for you guys during the break. Come up with two alternative options as a backup op to Aaron Rodgers. Come up with two, and could be keeping Tim Boyle, could be another backup, could be a draft pick, could be nothing. Come up with a couple other alternatives, if not Jameis Winston. Can you do that for me during the break, Nelson? Can you do that? I gave you guys an assignment during the break. I said, if not Jameis Winston, then who? knowing Evo that you were pro Winston as I am, but I said, all right, let's just play out a different scenario. I said, give me two options of the backup quarterback, and one could be nothing. Could be keeping Tim Boyle. Sure. One could be the draft. One could be a different, uh, you know, uh, different, you know, free agent. Nelson, I'll start with you since you were the anti Jameis Winston camp. Give me two alternative options for the Packers backup in 2020. I think you could obviously look to stay with uh, Tim Boyle. It's a guy that's familiar with the system now for a couple years. Obviously, I'll give you three options. You can obviously look into draft later in the draft. I don't think they're going to see a quarterback fall to them at 30 that they really fall in love with that much. But if I had to go into free agency and grab a guy, I think I'd look at a a quarterback like Blake Bortles. Whoa! Freaking Nels! That was mine! I mean, he's had a couple good seasons in the NFL. He's the real BBB. There's Big Brawler brand, then there's Blake Bortles brand. <laughs> the BBB. Boat. The best of all time. I don't know about that. I mean, he's had a couple good <laughs> years. I mean, he's probably going to be yeah, dude. able to be signed in un- under $2 million a year. And he's kind of cool. Boy, you better stay in your lane. And he's cool. He's laid back, and he won't ask to be... He won't be asked to do too much. I think it's a decent fit. He's a he's a handsome man. This is unbelievable, dude. I that was really gonna Blake be Bortles, yours. I swear Blake to God, freaking Bortles. If you look at my computer right now, I have Blake. Do I not have Blake Bortles yeah, right do. here? <laughs> I had the stats up and everything. I was gonna go BBB, the real big baller brand, Blake Bortles brand. Love it. Now, Nelson, you said three. Yeah. You said so. Hill or Taysom Hill. You fell Boyle, Bortles, and then you said just draft late? Yeah, draft a quarterback late, later rounds. Well, about- I'll say this. So it's official that uh, that um, statistically not great, re-signed with Arizona. Can, is that Brett, confirmed? Brett Hundley is with okay. Arizona. Again. He so re-signed. that leaves, according to NFL.com, the highest rated free agent quarterbacks. Number one, Jameis Winston. Number two, Joe Flacco. I don't think that makes much sense. 
Drew Stanton, Josh McCown, Trevor Simeon, Blake Bortles, Blaine Gabbard, Joe Webb, Matt Moore. Oof. There, there ain't a lot out there. Oof. So, I mean, Jameis is kind of the, as far as, you know, unless you want a 400-year-old Joe Flacco. Which, which I saw makes, someone tab Flacco to the Packers. Like, this would make sense. Um, yeah, that makes no sense to me. I guess I would be Nelson if it's not Winston. Nothing else on that. I mean, maybe Bortles because he has been a starter. I mean, are you re- – then you get down to, like, Mike Glennon and Blaine Ooh. Gabbard and Ooh. Trevor Simeon. I, I don't know. Uh, at that point, then, if the Packers are going to find a, a backup, then I would say – Go to the draft. Not not the thirtieth pick. You want to think about a second or third Where's round Jake pick. Where's Jake Fromm sitting at? I don't. know. He'd probably be day two or didn't he? Didn't his combine? Didn't he have a bad pro day or combine? I think right now you see him projected anywhere from second, third round. What do you think of Jake Fromm? Well, Jake Fromm Georgia. is my favorite quarterback outside of two in this draft. Man, so Nelson and I are kind of on the same wavelength today. That's a little that's creepy. scary. Jake Fromm. Well, I mean those back that that list of backups is brutal. And then you, I mean, what? Then the other name out there. I mean, he's never going to come to Green Bay, but he's still, you know, he, he's still out there. But he's technically under contract, so he's not a free agent. Would be Cam Newton. Like, where the hell now in this musical chair is? Like, you have two guys. Cam Newton's a former league MVP and number one overall pick, and Jameis Winston's a former, you know, Pro Bowl guy, number one overall pick. You're going to have two. They don't even. I mean, they're not going to be starters. Like where does Cam Newton now go? Is he gonna go like what L.A. Could he go to the Chargers? Do they even yeah, have but a they said yeah they said they were sticking with Tyrod Taylor. Oh yeah, duh. Why? And they're picking seventh. I gotta think they're gonna draft yeah, a guy at so. seven. Man, so where does Cam Newton now go? I can't believe the Bears didn't. I mean the Bears are crazy that they would take Nick Foles over Cam Newton, but maybe they maybe he's well, really hurt. Are the Patriots crazy for taking Brian Hoyer? Yes, like, but that's just Belichick. He signed a – think about the money starting quarterbacks or even the backup guys, what they're getting. The, you know what? Brian Hoyer got $2 million from the Patriots. Why? So Belichick can say, I can get a starting quarterback and pay him $2 million, and Tampa Bay is paying Brady $25 million, and I can win. That's Dude. just Belichick showing you his ego has no end. Look at uh, Jameis Winston and Cam Newton. Both good college careers. Both won the Heisman. And both were selected number one overall, and yeah. now both are going to probably be backup, jobless or jobless backups or backup at backup best. That's crazy. Wow. Six zero eight three two one sixteen seventy. Owen, welcome to the Joe hey. Evo Show. Boys, how we doing? Restrapped into the long. house, baby. All right, so I do have uh, thoughts on Jameis Winston, although I don't. I would love him in Green Bay as a backup, right? Don't get me wrong. Hell yeah. I don't think there's much for him to do that, right? So I think to me. He's got to do something like the Ryan Tannehill thing where he went to Tennessee and kind of bet on yourself and hopefully they're going to need me or hopefully I can make an impression that they're going to want me in a year. I think somewhere, I've seen this before, I think somewhere that Jameis would fit really well would be the backup in Pittsburgh. Oh, I saw that too. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Oh, Roethlisberger's going to get hurt this year, oh, you know that. Did you see yeah. any video lately of Big Ben? He looks like <laughs> He looks like Encino Man. He might be able to play left guard for the Packers. <laughs> um, but I think that to me, like Jameis is, is if he wants to come to Green Bay for a year and if he wants to whatever rehab his image or, you know, get different coaching or whatever the case is, I think that would be a good deal. But I just like to him, like, I don't think that makes a ton of sense. I think he'd want to go somewhere where he could either latch on in a year or get a quick uh, year starting and then try to on a, on a short deal. Um, but someone else to me that makes sense, uh, if the Packers are looking for a backup, obviously in the draft, they could take someone like Washington State's uh, Anthony Gordon, uh, someone who's a one-year deal, kind of a gunslinger type. 
Uh, another guy I think they would really like, I think he'll be an undrafted free agent due to his issues, but Anthony, I think he's very. Hornybrook. <laughs> DeAndre Francois. Oh, not Hornybrook? Damn. Hey, no, he had the right the, school. Yeah, the other FSU quarterback that were 12. <laughs> um, I think he's really talented. Uh, but the, the free agent I would look for uh, that would make sense to me if I was looking for a backup, and I think he would probably be an upgrade over what we've seen from Tim Boyle, is Blaine Gabbert. Yeah, he was on the list. He's right in that Bortles, Gabbert, you know, those guys that have had limited starting success. You could yep. probably get him for cheap. Yep, cheap, athletic kid. He's uh, played in a bunch of different systems. So he's shown the ability to adapt and learn new stuff. And, and I, I don't – he'd be like I said, he'd be cheap, and I'm not convinced he wouldn't be an upgrade over Tim Boyle, but I don't know if it's enough to truly go looking for All right, for so, him. Owen, I asked both these guys. I'll ask you then, because a lot of this, would, to me, would determine the, the follow-up answer. How many years does Aaron Rodgers play for the Packers starting in 2020? I think two or three. Yeah. Do you think, uh, think do you it, think he ends on his own terms in Green Bay? I think so, but I think it'll be after a um it'll be on his own terms, but it'll be after a year below his standards. Gotcha. Like he'll be like the next couple of years he'll be strong and then that third year he'll have twenty four touchdowns and nine interceptions and he'll kind of everyone's like, Well, you know, maybe he'll have a bounce back year and he'll be like, No, I'm I'm done. But did you ever think Tom Brady would never retire uh Patriot? No, absolutely shocked me. I told everyone how stupid they were this whole time. That <laughs> I was like, dude, he's going back to New England. Stop the nonsense. Like, he's going to go back. And then he actually left. And I, I couldn't believe I was shocked. I was like, he actually left New England. I yeah. couldn't believe it. I'm still shocked. Well, well thanks, uh, brother. Hey, Owen, uh, check in with us before the draft, uh, buddy. Uh, always good to hear from you. Absolutely. We'll be around. Let's grind some thank, Call of Duty, thank, bro. Thank you, buddy. Right. There he is. Uh, Owen Reese, yeah, follow him on Twitter at Reese Draft. Great. Uh, draft coverage guy and uh yeah i mean look if, if rod even if he's got two year i mean the, the question is do you want it and this was the whole remember we did this topic ebo like three weeks ago um would you use the 30th pick on a quarterback the only way you do that is if you think it's three years or less yeah i mean if you think rogers doesn't feel which by the way he's got four years left on his deal so if you think he's not gonna fulfill his contract i.e he retires or the Packers, he just falls way off and the Packers cut him or something or take take a pay cut and then he says peace out. That's the only way you draft a quarterback, in my opinion. Agreed. If, if you think he's going to stay the four years, and I, I do, I think he will play the four years, then I think maybe in three years you think, think about it. There's no way. Then then you go get up, like Nelson said, a, uh, or you said, a Blake Bortles or like Owen said, a Blaine Gabbard. Just get a stopgap guy for a couple years. Do you think, or did you ever think though that Tom Brady wouldn't retire a Patriot? No, never. I'm, I would have said I'm still insanity. shocked over it. Insanity. So I mean, all I mean, Aaron Rodgers is not Tom Brady. So if Tom Brady can do it, anybody can do it. And hell, I I don't even know if Aaron Rodgers is Brett Favre. We'll have that debate once Aaron Rodgers Brett, is done. Brett Favre's. I mean, I, no, he's no, not no, as no, iconic no, no, no. right now. I will say that. And Brett, seeing Brett Favre play for the Vikings, all bets are off. So, not, Rogers leaving would never surprise me to the level of Favre putting on that Viking helmet. Brett I mean, Favre nothing is, will ever be at that level. Brett Favre is like the god that smiles down all upon us. You know, it's like uh, ancient like Greeks. They had the the one main god, and the other gods fought inside. Like the belly and came out. <laughs> like Brett Favre is the main god wow. that birthed the other gods. What do you think, Chuck? Yeah, what do you think, Charlie? I, I, I don't know, but I I I could be a good quarterback with the Nerf football. Charlie, you're the, how you're, far could you throw a Nerf football, Charlie, Charlie? You're the god of drinking. About twenty yards. <laughs> what if you uh, What if you have a couple more beers in you? Then how far can you throw it? Oh, I 
What just never knows because I just came from Woodman's and I got Charlie. How far could heavy. you throw a 16 ounce can of Ice House? Uh, I don't know. I've never tried it. Yeah, because you don't want it. You want to keep it in your hand. Yeah, darn right. And drink good to last drop. Back Charlie, ball. let's say you're a running back and they handed off uh-huh. instead of a ball, it was a can of beer. Would you ever drop it? <laughs> I I don't know. Never, I doubt it. I've never. I've only played a, a touch football like we all did. So Charlie, how uh, was Woodman's? It's it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, and people are wearing masks right to left over their nose. Mm, 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 mm. You know, if you get it, you get it. It's just yep. getting out of hand. It's like 9-11 all over again. And uh, hey, you guys, hey, I got to play something for you. Oh, yeah. Joe, turn the music off. All right, hang on real quick, Charlie, because we got to get we got yep. TC coming up. Okay. Hey, Don, here you go. Yep, we're hanging up. You guys embarrass me about this. Come on, I, I, Charlie, I didn't mean to embarrass you, brother. I apologize. Oh, that's okay. I just, I, no, that's okay. No big deal. You're right. Damn shakes. Okay, got it. <laughs> Delirium Tremens always gets you. Today, we're in the St. Louis suburb of Florissant, Missouri, at Dick Weber Lane for the 125,000. What about that, huh? <laughs> hey, Nelson Burton Jr. Is that 1984, Nelson Burton Jr.? Yep, this is a match number one coming up. I made my mouth water. I have to watch it again, drink a beer, and get all Charlie, how many times do you think you've watched Nelson Burton Jr. win the 1984 PBA championship? Millions. <laughs> it's the way he did it. That's amazing. Oh, man, I know. Charlie, I'm going to give you some advice. The next beer you crack, make sure you yeah. keep it high and tight. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, I told Nelson, Bert, uh, Nelson uh, that's a no-bowl, y'all. I'm going to be a pro bowler. You better start You better start throwing. T- time's a ticking, Charles. <laughs> Might want to think about that drinking habit. All right, 608-321-1670. The William Hill Sportsbook uh, last night released its 2021 National Championship College Basketball Future Bet Odds. Bucky Badger Odds. Uh, leading the way, 10-1, to 1, Gonzaga, Duke, Kentucky, Kansas. Can't really hate on any of that. That's, you know, yep. that's a, you know, whether you love or hate the one and dones. And oftentimes just look at Duke and Kentucky and North Carolina this year. The one and dones don't always pan out, but I guess on paper, those probably have, those are probably the four schools that have the best talent coming in next year. So I, I, I get down with that. Next, 12 to 1, Virginia. I mean, they are the defending national champs. We'll never know, right? Because there wasn't a tournament. I'm a champ until someone beats you guys. So I have no problem putting Virginia near the top. I don't know Baylor's roster, but I assume getting 14 to 1s, which are fifth best odds next year, I'm assuming they are bringing back a large majority of the team that this year was going to be a number one seed. Mm-hmm. So you have Baylor at 14 to 1. Michigan State at 18 to 1. Again, can't get mad at it. As much as a Michigan State annoys me as a Badger fan, this is what I mean, it is. It's like Ohio State in football. They're always going to be yep. number one every year until somebody else beats them. So I can't argue that. Creighton and Villanova at 20 to 1. Don't know enough about those teams to to really speak on if is that accurate or not. I would assume Villanova, who was a two seed on the final bracketology, and Creighton, yeah. who was a two seed, must be bringing back most of their rosters. Uh, Oregon and Florida State at twenty five to one. I mean, how Florida State tried to take the national title for themselves, so I assume they're bringing Come back get a pretty a taste, good team. Florida State, and then wait for it at thirty to one, which would be the eleventh best odds in all of the land according to Las Vegas. Wisconsin, thirty to one wow. to win the 2021 national championship. Now I feel like it should be higher because Wisconsin won the national championship this year. Wouldn't you think the reigning national championship would get a little better odds? 
Well, there's a good point there. Maybe they're waiting until the Joe and Ebo mythical March Madness bracket. That's true. Comes to a, a conclusion. So what are they? What are they on the list? They're what? They're eleventh. Eleventh. Oh, Tied at thirty to one with Iowa, San Diego State, Ohio State, just ahead of North Carolina, Louisville, Michigan, Florida, Arizona, Maryland. Interesting. So when you talk about you know, does Wisconsin never get enough respect? Or, you know, the one time they actually were picked to finish very high, 2015, that's the year they made the national championship. You know, coming off this year of all the crazy off-the-court stuff and then the ultimate crazy of March Madness getting canceled, uh, whether it's the guys that are coming back, whether it's the recruiting class, which at one point was ranked number one in the country, still one of the highest recruiting classes ever. Because, um, again, Vegas don't give you too many freebies. And, you know, if, if Wisconsin was some, you know, wasted bet, they're going to have them at 50 to 1 or 100 sure. to 1 because they want to get action. At 30 to 1, you're right on the line of, like, obviously 10 to 1, 12 to 1, the top schools. I mean, those are the favorites. When you're at 30 to 1, you're kind of right on that line. Like I said, they have the 11th best odds. So if, if you translate that to rankings, that's saying Vegas has Wisconsin as the 11th or 12th ranked team in the country to start the season next year. Man, isn't that pretty crazy? Something to be excited about. It is something to be excited about. You got that good recruiting class coming in. You got, hell, everyone returning besides Pritzel. And what are they going to do? Have they, Has anyone heard anything more on if you're like a fifth year senior or a senior? And yeah, they said no for the winter sports. No so. for the winter sports. That'd be hard. Spring to do. sports, yes. Winter sports, no. So unfortunately, we won't get uh, Brevin Pritzel um, for another year. But. I mean, you, you have uh, a team. That's not bad, though, for you got a whole team returning, essentially, and you got an awesome recruiting class coming in. you got the coach of the year in the Big Ten, which is the best conference, and their national reigning champions. That's not bad, dude. Hope springs eternal. Johnny Davis, four-star. He's the big one. And then Ben Carlson, the four-star uh, out of Minnesota. You have Stephen Crowell, a three-star center. You have Jordan Davis, uh, Johnny's twin brothers, a three-star. And Lauren Bowman, guard from Detroit. Three star, so five new recruits. Think about that. I mean, that's a huge recruiting class. Twentieth in the nation, according to rivals. Mix that with the guys that are coming back, the Davidsons, the Trices, and others. Uh, do you guys think Wisconsin will? Because that's you're a fringe. I mean, if you're you're tenth, eleventh, twelfth, you're you know, you're you're right on the cutoff line of being considered a you know a a preseason contender to make a, a national championship run. Do you buy that? I mean, I, I want to buy it. Yeah, the Badgers have always shown that they can finish fourth or better than the Big Ten outside of that one year. Um, what was that, 2017, 2018? What year was that? My days are even yeah, two, off. Yeah, it's the 17, 18 The season. past weeks felt like a year, so my days are off. Um, yeah, the, and then you got you know Greg Gard, the reigning coach of the year. You got all that talent coming back. You have you know more growth from everyone. I, I buy into it. I, I wonder what the guy who, you know, I don't think – likes badger sports a lot or likes to be the con like like the negative side of it what do you think of that no man i'm gonna say looking at the recruiting class i'm gonna take it for a grain of salt because most of those guys aren't really going to be playing most likely because you do have a lot of seasoned guys that are going to be seniors because that senior class is going to be well they lose yeah i mean they lose one guy brevin pritzel no, i'm talking about the the senior class for oh, next year is going to be, be senior right. laden they're going to have what potter you're going to have reavers you're going to have davison trice there's going to be a lot of upperclassmen a lot of seniors it's all how consistently they play how many times were we complaining that brad davison nate reavers demetric trice they look really good one game and really bad the next yeah we were game. complaining a lot until they 
won the Big Ten. Right. So you, you look at down the stretch, and Nelson's right, all the guys that were key, every single one of them are coming back. So do you look at this more as – what they're bringing back is the 11th or 12th best group of talent they're bringing back, or do you look at this and say, take that, but the fact that they have five three- or four-star recruits, the 20th best recruiting class, that, because you're right, Nelson, in theory, these guys aren't going to play. Now, maybe one or two of them get some minutes, a couple of them probably well, redshirt. having a deep bench. But that was what I was just going to say. I mean, do you look at this? Are they getting the preseason rank number 12 because they're going to have a 10-man rotation next year as opposed to seven or eight? I don't. I don't really think they're looking too much into that recruiting class. I think it's the core that it's, they have. Yes, the core. And once you, once you, once Kobe King gave himself to see you, look at how much better the Badgers got with Kobe King off that team. Trice started balling out. Micah Potter. Micah Potter was great the whole time since he's the NCAA, NCAA got their head out of their ass and let him play. I think the I think the one step it really relies on, and this is the one that I think needs to be big, is Nate Reavers. Nate Reavers has to be the guy to take the step. And God, I thought he was going to do it this season that just happened. It looked but, like it the first month, and then and then you just got flat like tiny flashes of it once in a while. If Reavers can remember that he's like six eleven and can bang down low, isn't scared a little timid to go <laughs> go down there like Michael Potter does, then there'll be a difference maker. If if Reavers can play like Potter. Well, I was just going to say, yeah, Potter's a beast. I was going to say, Potter was so good. And the thing that, you know, he'll play in the first game. I mean, isn't that weird to think about, to say that? That Micah Potter will play the first game of the season for Wisconsin in 2020. He'll play the second game. He'll play the third game. He'll play the fourth game, i.e., you won't have to wait until the 11th game to see Micah Potter. Now, what was the biggest? We'll never know. Um, You know, was it the Potter 10 games, was it just Kobe King was clearly that bad of a fit and they just needed to be rid of the dude? Like, why and when did it change? You know, I, I think it was the combination of the Eric Kellen and Kobe King thing where, you know, you could go one of two ways. You could mail it in and say, this is a lost season and nobody really would have been mad. There would have still been the guard detractors and those knuckleheads yeah. but it still hung their sign in their dorm room. But nobody, I don't think anybody would have really been on Wisconsin. They would have just said, dude, everything that team dealt with, it was too much for that exactly. team to overcome. And what they did, why I think this is one of the all-time great coaching jobs and team performances is they, they said at that point, it's us against the world. And they dug in and they won you know, eight, seven of their last eight, eight in a row. And they were one of the hottest teams going into March Madness. So I totally get why Vegas is bringing them back because we're never going to, we will never know what the NCAA tournament would have been, right? So all Vegas can do to go on to give odds for next season is what they have to work with. And who was better the last month of the season in college Badgers. basketball than Wisconsin. Exactly. The Bucky Badger basketball team. So, you know, we're we're scraping the last couple well, years. Well, let's just look at look at how look at how everyone evolved their game once Kobe King was off the roster. And then you had Jim Dimitri Trice finally like getting consistent and coming into his own. There was still some hero ball there, but that's what you're gonna get with Trice. And then Micah, when you get a full season of Micah Potter, oof, look out, man. That dude is making up for the lost time. And he is just killing it. Nate Reavers is the one that needs to take the step. Uh, by the way, uh, for you guys and gals scoring at home, uh, Nebraska did not make the list. So Ooh. you I mean that know. seventeen yeah, game losing no, streak? They, they they go up to a hundred to one, and they they because there's three hundred and thirty six teams in Division One, so Nancy can't give odds on all, and they just go to the top one hundred. So sadly, Nebraska does not have the top one hundred odds of winning the national title. Yeah, no, it doesn't count as a recruiting class. But uh, how about Fred Hoiberg's graduate transfer slash transfer class? 
Isn't he bringing in uh, transfers left and right yeah. over there? Yeah. That's Kobe that, King's just another one on the list. Are they going to get the play? Well, that, that's like that's like asking, does the NCA make sense? Yeah. Well, I mean, the NCA probably said, yes because what is the NCA going to do? They're going to say everything that's been. We're just not going to penalize these kids, so they're going to they call, the the coronavirus is actually going to benefit transfers because I think to answer your question, Ebo, the NCA is just going to say let them all play. Yeah. And they shouldn't. It's not fair. It, you know, Michael Potter got screwed. But to answer your question, because of this. I would say yes. Yeah. I think they're going to let them all play. You got a free COVID pass. Yeah. What do you think, now? Don't you that's, agree, Nelson? Yeah, that's they're to- just, that'll totally they're just going to say we, there's no way With we can. With all the BS happening right now, they're not going to think of the bad PR. It's like, dude, right. the whole nation, the whole world, shut down for X amount of time. You got to let these kids play. Yeah, I would imagine they all get to transfer and play. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I mean, I would, I wouldn't fault them one bit though. The NCAA for doing. It. If they didn't do it, I think I'd be pissed. Like you have to do that, right? Yes. You have to. That would just – and I wouldn't fault them at all. But knowing the NCAA of how moronic they are, they'll still find a way. Well, you're going to sit on at least this X amount of games. Watch them be so – I right. hate the NCAA. Well, and it's just, you know, it's it's wrong. I mean, we this was, you know, in early January, you know, a couple of people heard a whisper. The only guy named Sasquatch Mike knew this was coming in, in early January. I got to go rewatch that video. We, we were talking about, you know, when Kobe King transferred, and we were talking about the injustice – of if he gets to play next year for Nebraska and the fact that Micah Potter didn't this year. And now to your point, there's no way the NCAA can enforce guys sitting out with everything that's gone. I mean, when you canceled March Madness in the last month of a season, I don't think the first thing you want to be doing to starting next season. So if you want to transfer, do it now. I was just going to say, <laughs> now, now is the time to do it. You are 100% right on that. Get proactive about it, bro. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it just makes sense. So the Badgers... You think that I mean save this? Will they be ranked eleventh? You think then? Once well, the, the, yeah. I mean, look, the, Vegas doesn't always translate a hundred percent, and mar- you, you see the brackets. I don't I see mean, a lot of people nationally though betting on the Badgers, so they, it's not like they're trying to prop them up there to fleece their pockets. I don't. I mean, that's a great question. I you know I think I will because again, if we had played March Madness and Wisconsin loses in the second round or even gets to the Sweet Sixteen, the national perceptions: Wow, what a coaching job by Greg Gard! What a year they overachieved. Now let's go back to reality of Wisconsin. But the fact that March Madness never happened, I almost feel like it benefits Wisconsin because what will people, what will the lasting memory be? Winning eight games in a row, winning the coach of the year, being the number number one seed in the Big Ten tournament. So to answer your question, I don't see why you wouldn't have them preseason 10 to 15 to start the season next year. And then if you're ranked that high to start, then it becomes, well, now it's, you better make it to, not only make it to the NCAA tournament, you better be playing in the second weekend. Yeah. And up until the last week of the regular season or last couple weeks, we were just, we would have been loving it if we could somehow just be relevant in March Madness. But if you come in ranked preseason 16, you know, you're going to be expected to be at a Sweet 16 team. God, I kind of like it though when Wisconsin's like unranked and or like low 20s and you got all the, you got no eyes on you. I think that's when Wisconsin is the best. True, but eventually got to get past that bolt, that that stuff. And, and it was a different head coach, but they did have all eyes on them in 2015. Yeah, and I think most people and I think say, they did pretty damn yeah, good. Most people around here say it's the greatest single season for you know Badger basketball in history, and I would probably Look agree how, with that the, statement. The team had no one on the first or second team, <laughs> dude. It's it shouldn't have happened. And it's they won what, the Big Ten. It's but well, it shouldn't have. We looked it up. It's never happened Gardo. since the 40s when they started giving out all Big Ten since Gardo. the 40s.
Unbelievable. Love you, Greg Gard. I do love you, Greg Gard.